tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Folks, how's it going? I'm Jesse Klein. I'm your host tonight. I'm here with Scott Moore. Scott, where can we find you? Woo! Uh, you can find me at Sman80 on the old Twitter. That's SMAN80. Awesome. Yeah. And we are your Defiance After Show here at AfterBuzz. Uh, you can find me at JessKlein1. That's J E S S K L E I N, the number one. And if you guys want to go to Podcast One and take mm-hmm. a really cool. Uh, Really quick survey, and it will help us out, and it'll help keep the lights on here. And speaking of the keeping the lights on, we're going to get to the Defiance After Show. But really quickly, I know this is an advertisement, and that's kind of lame, but this is an advertisement for something awesome. Okay, um, it's called Next Issue. It's an app that you can download, and it's this really cool thing. They've given us a tablet. They didn't give us a tablet. They've let us borrow a tablet so we can show it off. Yeah, do your best Vanna White right yeah, there. Yeah, this is my best Vanna White. You Ooh. can get any issue of any magazine for $10 a month. This is any magazine. This is like, you know, Rolling Stone is right here. It's got uh, Ski Enthusiast. It's got Shape. It's got every single magazine. These are Southern Living. I mean, hello. Something for everybody. Is available and right at the touch of your own these fingertips. Aren't like, these aren't magazines that like are like no. weird, like magazines that you might find in like a European dentist's office. <laughs> like there's no like like these are Sports Illustrated, Sports Illustrated Kids. These are top tier magazines right. you can get for ten dollars a month. But guess what? I got great news, folks. You're like, but wait, there's more. Yeah, because if you go to. Uh, if you go, you can get a free 30-day trial at nextissue.com slash ABTV. That means for 30 days, you're getting all of the magazines for free. That's that's a deal. And they get updated. Whenever the issue comes out, you get that issue digitally. You're you're up to date. People are talking about stuff. You can read it in a magazine. I I mean I was actually just thinking about how like I'm an adult now, and it's like I should probably like have a, a subscription to Time Magazine. That's right. Like that, maybe, maybe when I'm an adult, I could pretend and I I can have Time Magazine as well. Well, well I mean technically I am a, I'm legally I've been an adult for a while, and now I should start acting like an adult. And like owning Time Magazine, a Time Magazine subscription seems like a very adult thing to do. Right, and then you don't have to steal it from your European dentist office anymore. Exactly. Because you'll have it right at your fingertips. My, my weird European dentist. <laughs> this is such a cool app. Like, I don't know. I've, I've been scrolling through it. They gave us this. And it's like, there are all these magazines uh, that I'm super excited about. Uh, what, there's just a magazine that's called Wood. You just read and like, like on a whim, I'll read a magazine about Wood. Sure, why not? Science Science enthusiast, wine enthusiast, Vanity Fair, that famous cover that's right there. That's right. You can just, like, there's so many magazines, and they're all at the tips of your fingers. 
So again, you can get a 30-day free trial, nextissue.com slash ABTV, and that will help us get some, like, that will help keep the lights on here, but mostly, it's going to help you guys out. You're going to have a bunch of magazines to read. Like, what are you doing? You're not going to read a magazine. Read a magazine. Come on, folks. Awesome. Let's get to Broken Bow. Yes. Episode 2. Season three. Yeah, is it episode two or are we like episode, episode three? Three, two point five. I, I don't guess, know how they're doing yeah. it now because they they did that two hour special. Yeah, and they put two episodes as one, so they're they're making it confusing already. Uh, oh, and by the way, if anyone wants to follow us along on on the YouTube on the Twitter, I should say you oh, can yeah. follow along with the hashtag Defiance ABTV. Defiance ABTV, and that way we it, can yeah. also respond and uh, interact with you guys. Too. Yeah, please do. I love talking with people on the too. YouTube page and through Twitter and stuff yeah, like absolutely. that. So please do. Um, Broken Bow starts off with Nolan reading the book about him and Arissa. Uh, that's, prob- <laughs> that's probably this thing. Uh, I was like, oh, she's trying to find the connection there. All right, well, obviously I'm terrible at technology. Uh, folks, this is live. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, the reading the book, him and Arissa were kind of like establishing the relationship again. I don't know. I th- I think it's probably kind of weird for them. They mm-hmm. spent they spent months in a tube uh, together. Like I think it's like you know helping us establish that relationship mm-hmm. again. Uh, it was weird. Uh, I don't know. I, like the relationship seems strained at the beginning oh, of this. I feel like, like the relationship has been strained not even from the beginning but throughout this yeah. episode and continuing over from last episode. And really, I mean, it's just I, I even made my notice sassy daughter. Father relationship yeah. is what I refer to it as. Yeah, for sure. Kind of, and it's more on 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 Nolan's part to me. Like you're seeing more of him giving the comments and kind of throwing things at her and kind of undermining her. Yeah, undermining Rissa. Yeah. Did you feel that at all? Yeah, like some well, of the fe- things that were happening throughout. It felt like um, I guess I never noticed how violent Nolan is. Yeah. Uh, uh, until this episode. Mm-hmm. But it, I guess he's a. Like, I mean, I knew he was violent, but not not so quick to kill. Yeah. Uh, and I guess he's. A, I mean, uh, we find he's the butcher. Uh, like we find out that that's a nickname he had. Mm-hmm. Like, so um, I think uh, I think it's very interesting that Arissa has found this kind of uh, no kill policy. Uh, and uh, in general, I usually like characters like that. But yeah. in a town like Defiance, which is basically the old in the old West, mm-hmm. um, it's going to get people that she loves hurt or killed. So I think right. I think that's a lot of what the fight is right now between the two of them. Right. Uh, and, and sort of like what we talked about last week about, and, and this this episode's continuing that kind of no holds bar that nobody's safe. Yeah, mentality, and we just continue that on right on through uh, tonight's episode as well. Yeah. Well, we get we get. Uh, we get uh, they come in. They've got a report that a VC convoy has broken mm-hmm. through the lines, and it's coming through. And you see them all soldiering up, getting their weapons ready. And who walks through? But it's Daytac and Stama, of course. And it's like, oh, such a perfect cover. Yeah. They escaped. Yeah. They lost <laughs> Alec. Uh, they don't know where Luke is, mm-hmm. and they're uh, they're getting taken care of. Doc Ewell. Doc Ewell barely in this. 
Um, I know. And and she, she always seemed, has the best lines, too. And I'm like, man. I'm always sad when she's not in as much. She seemed way too nice. He was like, thanks for helping Day Attack out. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I, I didn't do it for you. Mm-hmm. It's like, if I were her, I'd be like, I'd be screaming in his face right. constantly. Right. After he, like, ripped off a six by three inch of my <laughs> yeah. skin for some, you know, OMAC. Yeah, exactly. Something I'd be that holding will, a very serious grudge. Something that might be the end of this town. Exactly. Like, yeah, I, I would be holding more of a grudge than like I just didn't do it for you. But yeah, Daytek and Stama have this uh, the story that they've concocted. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see them. Uh, we see everyone. Uh, they tell them what happened to the Macaulays. Uh, that was that was really like I was like I I Nolan's response was just like all right, well we're gonna go kill them all I know. like almost immediately. Uh, that was kind of a big moment. And that was I didn't, a huge moment. I didn't think about like the ramifications. Like, right. No one back at Defiance right. knew. knew about this exactly because yeah. we, as the audience, knew, but nobody else from there knew yeah. how serious it really was. And I thought I thought Amanda was going to respond bigger mm-hmm. than she did, but she seemed to keep a cool head. Yeah, I was surprised by that too, especially after what happened with her sister. We yeah. figured there would have been more of a of an emotional reaction. Than how she responded. Yeah, she and Rafe were real close, mm-hmm. and like the Macaulays were like a huge part right, of, what... of of them, and and you know, and and just the the human side of the town of Defiance. Yeah. So I was uh, I was definitely surprised too by her her lack of emotional reaction to that yeah. news. Um, but uh, like understandably, we see Nolan and Arissa mm-hmm. kind of like pony up. the like, let's let's, let's yeah, go ready get to jump in action. Yeah, yeah. Nolan's getting. An arsenal mm-hmm. out, uh, and Amanda's like, just go, and ju- she's like, please, just go and like get numbers. Tell me how many there are. Like, let's let's think about this strategically. And like, he puts his uh, he puts his badge on the mm-hmm. table, and he's like, you do that. And like, he's like, I'm gonna go. Uh, and he has that moment with Arissa where he's like, can I count on you? And she she's like, yeah, sure. Um, like she's obviously dealing with so much PTSD, right? Uh, and we see later on in the episode that she still isn't willing to kill. Mm-hmm. Like she's still not going to do it. She, I mean, she could have made the season real quick. Oh yeah, <laughs> it could have ended exactly. It. Like already yeah. ended the season already. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's second episode. It's done. And they go. They go out. They go track the VC, mm-hmm. and they meet up with. Uh, like a little VC convoy, and they get in a, a firefight, and who comes to save them? But uh, old crazy pants Pilar. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought for sure, like I, 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 I thought for sure, number one, Nolan would just know who she was. Right. I, I, yeah. I again, I was surprised and, and kind of forgetting that we, as the viewer, yeah, had seen her, but technically, you know, as far as we know, he hadn't seen her. Yeah, he'd only heard about her. Yeah, and. And they go back to the cabin. They see Luke, mm-hmm. and Pilar does this kind of huge lie, huge story. Uh, yeah, she found the kid and taken Kansas him. and some Kansas. massacre, yeah. and like you know, had this whole concocted story. Yeah, ready to go for this. Yeah, and and Nolan hands her a gun as like just in case. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know about you, but that's kind of like a trope. Like 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 when it's when he's yeah. like here take this gun yeah. it's like oh the firing mechanism exactly. is out of it or like yeah. it doesn't have any bullets uh-huh. like that kind of thing like as soon as that happened yeah, I was it's like the I, convenient yeah yeah I was like oh man that's there's no way that gun works he's mm-hmm. not he's not just handing her this gun exactly um and I mean here's the thing about Pilar I I call her crazy pants 
she is crazy. She is crazy. But, I mean, all of her reasoning is the right reasoning. Yes, her reasoning is right in a very crazy way of thinking about it and going about it. I mean, she specifically wants to protect her grandchild and wants to protect her family. Right. It's just how she, she acts goes about it. through mm-hmm. it. Like it's the context of what she does that makes her crazy. Mm-hmm. Like if if you just like put in text what she does, uh, or why she does it, like you're like, oh yeah, this sounds like a reasonable person. But like even like seeing her, I'm like, I just don't trust her. Mm-hmm. Like I don't trust her at all. Right. Luke's name is Bear now. Yeah. Which I'm okay with. That's a cool name because he hibernates like yeah. a bear. I'm like, which is that's what I need to be doing in a couple weeks. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with that for Luke. Yeah. Uh, that's a great name. Um, it is. I hope I uh, keep that as a nickname. Yeah. Uh, she, Pilar acts like she's never been to Defiance before. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next morning, they're heading out, and Pilar uh, tries to steal the roller. And he's like, no. And then she tries to shoot Nolan mm-hmm. in the face, just, like, from three feet mm-hmm. away. Uh, luckily, the firing mechanism wasn't in that gun. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, and Nolan, Nolan, like, Nolan just did, like, some great detective work on her. It was like, Rafe McCauley's shoes, uh, a, half, a half-breed mm-hmm. baby. He's like, nice to meet you, Pilar. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Which was a great way of, like, having that line and then cutting. It was, like, that was fantastic. Yeah, that was a really fun cut. Um, And uh, we see them. I'm like, oh, finally. Like, Luke's going to be in good hands. Or Bear now Mm -hmm. is going to be in good hands. Like, Pilar's going to get brought to justice. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's she's at least partially responsible for why the Macaulays are dead. Like, they wouldn't have been out there if it weren't for the fact that she had She's, stolen them. Right, so, and like, had shackled a lock and yeah. kept them there out in the woods. Yeah, yeah she's, she is part of the... I mean, I don't know if she, like, in her crazy brain, I don't think she sees it, but she is part of the reason why her oh, yeah. husband and her son and her daughter are dead. Yeah, yeah she was the yeah. catalyst that put into motion the whole situation of why they were where they were at. Yeah. Um, and he, he's he's handcuffing her. She gets him with a right hook, which is like, like what, what a tough old broad. <laughs> uh, but she... Uh, she really, she really wants to fight for. I mean, she's continuing what she's always done to take care of her family. So she's like Mama Bear. Yeah, she's like Mama <laughs> Bear. Before all this, she told the told them like information about the VC mm-hmm. camp and like tactical information about it, which happened to be true. Right. Uh, and uh, which help, which did help them. Yeah, which did help them. They went out to the ridge. Mm-hmm. They they handcuff her to a pipe. It's like, man, just never leave someone... Of course, unattended. Yeah. And then, of course, conveniently, she's like, going to find a way to get out. Like, double handcuff her yeah. or something. Like, I don't know. Like, like whenever someone gets handcuffed to anything and they're like, right. we'll be back. We'll be back. In don't three go hours. anywhere. Like, I've never been handcuffed before. And uh, just based off of seeing movies and TV shows, mm-hmm. I'm like, I could probably get out. Even right, like, if you're handcuffed unattended and nobody's yeah. around... And you'll conveniently find a way to escape, especially if you're in a TV show or a movie. In a TV show or a movie, <laughs> you know handc- you'll get out. handcuffs are about as effective as like <laughs> those things that you had in grade school. You like slap on your right. wrists. Like that's that's about how effective they are. She of course escapes. Right. Um, uh, Arissa 
insists on bringing Bear now mm-hmm. with them to the assault on the VC right, camp. Right, because that's, that's safe. Yeah. By the here's, baby. here's what you need for an assault on a VC camp. Uh, a lot of ammunition. Right. Sniper rifle. Mm-hmm. Bag full of grenades. Yep. Baby. And a baby. Yeah. It's like... Make sure then you keep everything safe. Yeah. If you and, bring a baby. And, like, I, I don't know. I feel like Nolan should have fought Arissa. Like, it felt, like, out of character that he was like, you're being real stubborn today. Yeah. And then it was like, yeah, let's bring this baby to well, a firefight. Yeah, I thought it was... It was it was weird. Yeah. I, I just, like, okay, this is sort of out of place, but I guess they had no other thing that they could do if they were leaving PR. Yeah. Tra- uh, handcuffed, so how could she take care of the baby, theoretically? So somehow they felt they were having it safer for the baby to be in the middle of a firefight yeah. than to be with Pilar. That tells you like, how unsafe they think she is. Like, to a VC... Yeah. I guess that's how much they trust her. Is right. Like safer. To a VC firefight, if they find that baby, they'll execute it. Like... It's, of course. It's, like, it's half human. Like, yeah. they will not, they'll not be happy they about this. they hate half-breeds anyways. Yeah. Like, so, you know. It, it of course, they like Cher. I mean, I know I said that last week, but yeah. that's always, that song gets stuck in my head. But yeah. I keep thinking of, like, gosh, thank goodness there was no human resources. They would have, uh, in defiance, they would definitely yeah. oh, take yeah. Nolan in for that one, taking a baby into a firefight. Oh, yeah. Crazy. The, the HR department in Defiance <laughs> would be constantly busy. There's a lot of punching people mm-hmm. who work for you. There's a lot of uh, relationships. Yeah, a lot of like, workers comp yeah. there that'd be going on. A lot of a lot of paperwork to fill out. A lot of unauthorized <laughs> relationships going on. An unauthorized and use of the armory. Yeah, unauthorized use of the armory. All, uh, the, all the equipment and the uh, guns and yeah, weaponry. I mean, I mean, those mines are an HR nightmare. Oh, I mean, yeah. they, they'd have to unionize. Uh, <laughs> listen, you'll get back to HR talk in a little bit, but first, <laughs> uh, so they go and uh, Nolan has the idea. They have a thing called a net cutter, mm-hmm. which just looks like a big gun that shoots through their protection right. shield. And right. It's like we can't, we can't leave that here. That leaves us so vulnerable. He's um, like, I'm going to go put these grenades on it, mm-hmm. and we're going to blow it up. And uh, and he's like, Arissa, you use the sniper rifle and you cover me. And she gets real scared real mm-hmm. quick because she has to. If she's using that sniper rifle, she's gonna have to kill people. That's right. And she's like, "I'm faster. Yeah, I'm an alien. I yep. can blend in. You're a better shot. Let me go first. And no one calls her out. He's like, "Because you don't want to shoot anyone." Mm-hmm. She's like, "No, I'm just let me do this." It's like, okay. And she goes and she does it. And then Pilar. I mean, I think I just wrote like. God damn it, Pilar. Like, <laughs> like, I know. I think I wrote something like, of course she escaped. Yeah. And then it comes and Nolan shoots the sniper rifle, blowing Arissa's cover. She was like real close to putting putting the grenades on the net cutter. And like they have a, they have a little tussle. And Pilar's like, you won't shoot me right in front of my own grandchild. And wrong. He does. And I mean, here's the thing. She could be dead, but this is a TV show, mm-hmm. and if there's no body, then probably right. not. And and so when I didn't see the body, and then later on when he makes the passing comment, oh, yeah. she might be rumbling around still, I was like, all right, so she's obviously still alive. Yeah. Or at least we're led to believe she's still alive, because we didn't see the body and his comment towards the end of the episode. Yeah. Led us to believe that perhaps she was around still. Now, do you think... She's going to be a foil. Do you think, like, she's going to... Like, I was thinking, like, maybe Pilar will, like, somehow join up with the VC and become, like, 
like this kind of antagonistic force where yeah. it's like, if I'll give you defiance if you give me my baby. Mm-hmm. And like the VC, of course, is planning on killing her after they destroy De- defiance. Right, yeah, because like, they hate humans. Yeah, but but maybe they'll like accept having this person as part of the. Like I was thinking that like that kind of thing can happen. Like, right, or at some point, I feel she's going to be a foil. She's going to be something that's going to be a diversion. Uh, so I don't feel like yeah she's gone away. Yeah, I think she's she's still around and she'll come back around to cause mayhem. Who would have thought that a grandma would have been like one of the main like there are aliens that are just, like that just like live underground and eat people. Right. Like, there are, there are laser weapons. There's like all of this danger, but and the grandmother's the one that's the most dangerous grandma, of them all. Like, yeah, and I do believe it sort of because she was in the background in the first season, first yeah. couple seasons really, and now that we've uh, eliminated some of the other characters that were kind of more central to this I feel it's now a way for her to be involved and, and have another human character yeah. uh, and bring her back on the forefront because she does have a connection to all the, the, the you know the main people there in, yeah. in the cast so I do think she's going to be around and she's either going to be a, a spoiler or a foil what have you it'll be interesting to see Pilar yeah that crazy Dang Pilar, Pilar. So, okay. grandmother's the craziest of them all yeah just I mean, I guess don't don't get between a bear and her cub. No, that's nature's law. That's right. Don't get between a bear and her cub. That's right. If we did not learn anything, yeah, something to take away. From. I know you want to give that cub marshmallows. Don't do it. That's right. Mama won't. bear won't won't allow it. Mm-mm. Anyway, back at camp, uh, Arissa's infiltrated. She's being all stealthy. Mm-hmm. Got got her stealth moves going on. She's got the grenades ready. Boom! Gunshot. The camp gets notified. We see talk. Right. We see talk go and take Arissa, mm-hmm. and he's got a knife to her. And we learned earlier in the episode between talk and Alec uh, or Alec that um, that talk has actually as is familiar with Nolan, mm-hmm. and and is kind of like knows that like saw his men like butchered by Nolan, yeah. saw blood coming right. down a waterfall, uh, and so they have a history clearly, and and. Sort of, uh, he seems to be his nemesis. Yeah, and, and his thorn as as a human. Yeah, and seems really excited <laughs> to with the idea of being able to like get Nolan and like hurt Nolan. Um, and so he has Arissa, and he's like, "I'll be the butcher of like, what is this place?" Oh yeah, that was great. <laughs> Where are we? Where are we? Uh, <laughs> And uh, like a rock star at a concert, you yeah. know, just forgets where they are every day. Exactly. You know, like, um, hard, hard party in life. It's, and it's got a hard life that VC. Yeah, man, VC life is a hard life. It's a hard life. Um, you just get so tired of beheading humans and you putting do. them on top of and, your car and, and continuously move along. It's easy to forget where you are. Yeah, it's understandable. Um, he's like, I'll kill Arissa right now uh, unless you give yourself up. And Nolan is like, mm-hmm. um, no. Mm-hmm. And he kills like ten VC. And Arissa reverses the knife on him and has the knife against his the general's throat. Mm-hmm. Like it's so it's so close to killing him. And but yet, I like, just wrote it. I was so like, far away. I was like, Arissa, just kill him. Like like here's the thing is like and afterwards we see Nolan kind of upset with her for not killing him. Right. Because now anyone that the VC hurts or kills is kind of on Arissa. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's the thing. Is well, like, sort of like going back to Pilar and her family being yeah. there. It's sort you know, it's the reason why 
it's continuing to happen now. And she had the chance to take him out, and she didn't. And it, it is the kind of, it's the question that, like, uh, that we deal with in, like, modern day right. the United States is, like, would you like to live in a moral society right, a moral that, does not, that does not kill and be unsafe, or would you like to be safe and kill more than you should? Right, right. And, it, and, and again, and that's why I think this show and in sci-fi shows in general do bring about what happens socially in, in the modern world today. Yeah. And it has social commentary on it, and that is something that's there right right in front of you. And and Nolan out and out says, like, we're at war. Right. People, people are going to die. Like, this is a war. Yeah. And it's Basically, like, you effed up, you know? Yeah. And especially this group of the VC is dedicated just to destroying sure. defiance. Mm-hmm. Like, defiance to them represents everything that they do not like. Like, what they want to do is destroy right. defiance. So, uh, yeah, Arissa definitely made a tactical error. She did, but how do you, you know, what were your thoughts on how no one reacted because in a way it's like I actually it made me have sympathy for her still yeah because it's it's a hard thing for her to do and it's almost like he should have known that and and been the one to go in and and try to since he's obviously has no problem killing and had her you know that was my thing too because I almost had more sympathy for her because in a way he knew that she might have been uncomfortable killing even though she said she was okay with it yeah and the way he kind of treated her, because I'm still like it's the father daughter relationship. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think I think he he approached it very like pragmatically, right? Where it's like I don't know if I can trust you anymore, right? But uh, still, it's kind of tough to like hear that, especially it, it as like is, a if it's your dad, yeah, right? And um, and so I did actually have sympathy for her because I felt like I knew, and kind of going back to that moral issue of like yeah. how she felt. And how it was so difficult for her to be able to do that, regardless of how horrible, you know, the general is. So I, I had sympathy for her. At the same time, I still can't. And like, folks, this is going to be something that I'm going to go back to. I still can't get over the fact that she won't kill, but she is okay taking skin off of someone who she considers <laughs> a friend. Like, like I, I feel like she's like, no, I will absolutely not. I'll kill. go all the way to the edge, but yeah. not, all, not across. Yeah. It's like it's like Batman, where right. it's like he will not kill someone, but he'll put you in a hospital mm-hmm. for the rest of your life. Like, yeah, it's it's an interesting kind of weird moral line. Like it is, she was it's one a, of the people, fine who, line, yeah, who like held Doc Ewell down and took her mm-hmm. skin, mm-hmm. Uh, and for someone too that they didn't really even know. Yeah. Therefore, for me, that's where I even had more of a problem. I could see if it was someone that there was a connection and it was like a very, you know. Yeah. But it was basically a stranger and now you're taking your friend, quote unquote friend, from the town and doing this to them. That's where I had a little bit of an issue with that last episode. But this one I did have sympathy for her and and in the sense that no one, in a way to me, felt like he should have known better. Knowing that what her limits were, even if she said she was, knowing that there was a chance that she wouldn't and... So, therefore, he should have been the one if he felt like he really wanted to make sure that the general was taken out, that he either put himself there or sacrificed himself to do what he could yeah. instead of putting her there. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm I'm letting him have the tactical errors because right. I think he's upset with the fact that Rafe is dead. And, and I think that I think a lot of what drove him this episode was... You know, vengeance, vengeance, and, and revenge, absolutely. And mm-hmm. that, like, he probably should have, 
you know, scouted out, saw that they have a net cutter, and then came right. back with better tools, more people. If he brought Berlin, like... Right, like you said, just had prepared. I mean, I yeah. get it, too, because when you see the enemy and you're there, it's like you want to do what you can to take it out and not let them get away. And That's then thinking true. they could have left and... You know, because it wasn't their camp already, like, 200 miles outside of town anyways. I mean, yeah. it was a pretty far distance, so it's not, like, as, as easy to then go back and then get uh, people back there to go fight and, you know, see if they're still there. I mean, it's logistically, it yeah. would have been a tough thing to do. But um, And then we see them get back in the roller and go back to the fights. And I don't know about you, I was like, did they just leave the baby? Like, we didn't see him put the baby in I the know. roller. And I was like, did they just leave that I baby? I know, well, I thought about that was like... Was that done to make us wonder, or was that just a complete slip when they were, you know, doing the scenes? Regardless, yeah, the baby does make it back with them. Yeah, and and uh, I think we'll get to that, and we'll start on to our next characters, which are Daytag and Stalin. Right, which is a nice transition because yeah. they bring them back to them. Yeah, and at the beginning of the episode, we see them kind of becoming these spies mm-hmm. and working working as double agents mm-hmm. for the VC and because uh, they have their own motivations they want their son back safely they and do. so they're having to cut this deal and they to still, make it happen and they still don't trust you know Amanda or Nolan enough to come to them and be like hey uh, we've been asked to spy I mean they they could be like we've been asked to spy right. on you for the VC like what's some false information that seems true or like mm. what can we do to kind of make it seem like we're doing both because uh, they're you know because, yeah I, they're the slithering snakes as wanna, we've been talking about you know anyways they want to play the winning side right. I mean that's the thing is like I think I think as soon as it becomes clear that the VC are going to lose right. or, then they jump ship then they will be like by the way mm-hmm. we've been doing this to help like. Uh, and at, at this point, they're motivated, too, by their son's safety and, yeah, and return. For sure. So that's driving them more than anything. But I also have to say, at the beginning, the funny thing was when they were back in the bath. Yeah. Okay. They need to that makeup. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, what is going on with the makeup? That's the whole side thing. But it was like his was all cakey. Yeah. Hers was so white. And I know because they're in the white, you know, yeah, house in the bath. It's very it stark. Was, it was pancaked on there but I was like oh my god t- talking about Doc Yule like a tub of spackle that's what they used on them yeah they were so overly covered in makeup that was just my silly observation but I, I just kept it was distracting to me because it was so much especially with him it was like all cracking and caking I was like okay guys let's let's uh let's figure out how we can <laughs> fix that in post next time yeah maybe uh, laugh but um but that was a fun, funny little scene too with them with the comedic uh, stuff there when they were going back for their bath yeah we see their one of the people that their, promised to them yeah their their house guest uh, I did write her name down uh, I thought I did too and I can't find it I did Andina um, uh, uh, Andina and they catch uh, her in the shower or in the bath uh, yeah and they were kind of jokey about well bus to keep the plumbing active you know yeah, it kind of <laughs> Uh, I mean, I think they were hinting at something else, and mm-hmm. uh, it kind of it kind of felt like like a weird kind of like oh yeah, good thanks for keeping our bath warm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, yeah, uh, they didn't they didn't like re like drain the water. Either. I know, they right? right? They just got right into, into the same bath. Like, I was okay. like, okay. I mean, it's it's your culture. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hey, they're not wasting water, and they if they're are, in yeah. California, they're saving Great water. Work. Thank Good for you. them. Thank you. Um, 
And then we see uh, we see a pretty funny scene of uh, Daytac and Stama setting up like this relay that mm-hmm. they're giving to uh, that they're so they can relay information back to the VC. And Daytac's kind of micromanaging. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just like, like, did you remember to face it north? And she's like, yes. Yeah. You do your job, you do mine. He's like, yeah. make sure it's not exposed. And she's like, I get it. Yes. Yeah, that was I'm, pretty hilarious. And they're out there in the elements. And yeah. Uh, and I loved again they had the little, you know, their own language on there. And yeah. That was that was good. I love that. And and we kind of see we we now see like the main device of mm-hmm. how they're going to contact the VC mm-hmm. and. And immediately what they do is they tell the VC that uh, Nolan and Arissa are on their way mm-hmm. out there, uh, which could have gotten Nolan and Arissa killed. Right. Like, that's tactical information. Right. Like, that's, that was very big uh, information again. Yeah. Right against their own, I would say, their own kind there in defiance. Yeah. Uh, Daytag then goes to what we assume he's going to go steal the weapons that he brought back mm-hmm. with him from the VC. And uh, Berlin catches him, and there's kind of like this this interesting tension between the right. two of them, where he's like, you know, I saved your life, and you kind of owe me a mm-hmm. big one. And we see that this is a kind of a big misdirect that the weapons that he brought back from the VC were sabotaged. Yeah, that they had worms in them that are shrill worms that are there to destroy Destroyed. the armory. Mm-hmm. And so he was doing this big elaborate misdirect. Yes. Because if he didn't go to try and steal them back, then they'd be like, oh, you brought these back yeah. to sabotage us. Right. But instead, he was there to try and get them back. So mm-hmm. it's like this, it's a it's a brilliant misdirect. These it guys is. are, these two are great schemers. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, the best in the business. It's bad news <laughs> for Defiance. Like last season, they were they were kind of scheming against each other, mm-hmm. and now they're scheming with each other. Yeah. It's bad news yeah, for it Defiance. There's, and they're there's working a lot of scheming. together. Yeah, and, you know, they're more powerful working together than working against each other. But we see Daytaki's in jail, mm-hmm. and there's this moment with Amanda where she's like, "I still hold you accountable for Kenya," right. And she's like, I've tried to, like, I've thought about it all the time. She's like, I don't know if I can get over it unless you swear that you will help Defiance mm-hmm. and that you will gather your criminal empire, but you will gather the criminals together to help Defiance right. and get it back to its former glory. And Daytech swears to Defiance. Like in he, several languages. In several languages. <laughs> and and then she's like, okay, great. Yeah. All right, I'll let you out. Like, dumb. Dumb, but I think at the same, I, dumb at the same time. I still think I think Daytac does have an odd sense of honor. No, I, I do he, think that, and I also it was Amanda's mo to do that as well. Yeah, to be like okay, I'll, so it was expected. Like, all right, great. If you say so, then I'll I'll let you. you yeah, know, I'll let you go. I th- I think Daytac does have an odd sense of honor. I do. I think when it comes down to it, if yeah. it came down to to. Them versus defiance, and it was you know, and he had his son back. Absolutely, and I think I think it, uh, especially since he swore in his own language, mm-hmm. I think that I think he might when it when it comes to the end, he might right. he might go with honoring his word instead of betraying defiance. No, I I do, um, but like you were saying earlier, it's all about them, and yes. when it's all said and done, it's all about them and what's going to be best for them. You know, whatever else, whoever else is involved or hurt or whatever, it's only yeah. about him and, and his family. So, um, 
but I thought it was dumb on her move in that sense because I always feel like she does those type of things. Yeah. But it was expected. But yes, I do think there's also that weird sense of honor, some kind of, you know, yeah. on both sides of that. But I think Amanda really wants Daytac to be on her side. Right, like, and I think Amanda that, wants yeah. the best for it, but I'm saying the dumb move in the sense that he's going to be able to do a lot more damage before he comes back to the other side to protect the fine. So in the meantime, he's just going to be doing a lot of sabotage. A lot of sabotage and a lot of hurt which, to the town. Which we see people. already. Mm-hmm. The armory is gone. Right. The army is infested with shrewd right, worms. So their, you know, their defense is already down. Yeah. Without, you know, that's without the stasis nets up and running, and you've already got a depleted army, and now you have no weaponry at all. In a yeah. sense, very little. So now you're basically just open to anything. Yeah, that's that's bad news, bears. Right. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, we see uh, Stama at the need one, and we see mm-hmm. this creature, Tevgin. An Omek who, through histories told, has eaten flesh and murdered mm-hmm. and taken out entire civilizations, and he's playing with children's toys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and is, which was a great like. I, is, I thought it was a great uh, opening for that scene. I know he's completely confused yeah. by them, yeah. and, he's, and he's just playing with these yeah. toys. And we see Stama doing her great temptress. Oh my god! Kind of like the other like, one, best in the business. Besides being a schemer, she's the best at she's you know, seductress and flirting and she's, oh, she's so good. I love it. She's a great honeypot. She's she such is. a good honeypot. She's so good, and I've loved her from the very beginning. Yeah. And we get some actually really interesting background mm-hmm. on the uh, Omex and their ship and why their ship isn't working. Right. Although he's still, like everyone he's else in this lies, episode, yeah. is lying. He's still lying for yeah. the, the real reasons and, and everything and the motives. Yeah, he, he does but, say that he, all of their, all of their uh, life support died and mm-hmm. they were exposed. Mm-hmm. And it's just him and his daughter. But he also says, and this is interesting, that the reason why their ship got broken in the first place, it was the VC being jealous mm-hmm. and didn't want them to get to Earth first. Right, uh, which probably would have been real bad yeah. for Earth, from what we've heard of these. Yes, uh, we're probably very happy that the VC did that, but in a weird way, who hate the humans, and yet in a way they <laughs> helped the humans by, yeah. you know, delaying the Omec from being there. But it establishes that the Omec and the VC do not like each other. Right, which kind of goes back to what we were saying last episode yeah. that you know we were feeling that the Omecs will team up. With defiance to yeah. help rid of the VC. You know, the, there will be allies that will develop in this war, and the Omex will, you know, clearly be on the, the defiance side to protect the village. And I do think there's going to be love interests, and there's going to be more of a reason for them to want to protect them than how we thinking yeah. right now. It's, They're it, be allies. It'll be very much the enemy of my enemy is my mm-hmm, friend mm-hmm, kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Uh and I think it might like it might terrify the VC if they knew that there was an Omec in defiance. Yeah, yeah. like that might that might straight up cause at least a little pause before they attack. Because like from what we've heard, these Omecs, it would be like if we were like, oh yeah, we're gonna go to that town, and they're like, oh, they have a real vampire there. Yeah, like what? Yeah, yeah, real life vampire mm-hmm. is just hanging out there. 
Like, I don't believe you. That can't be true. It's like, no, it's true. It already killed the little boy. Like, okay, that's insane. Like, I'm not going to go to that town. Don't go there after dark. (laughs) Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, no, and, and again, I love their scene, and I love their her seductress stuff. When, yeah, when he's was like, "Oh, how do I get sweet bread?" And she's like, "Oh, I thought Ulomex wanted something with a little more savory." Yeah, you know, cut. <laughs> like straight cut after that. It's like we got it. We understand yeah. what was happening. And then uh, at the end of their story, yeah, then they move to drinks. <laughs> they move to drinks, <laughs> but. But at the end of the story between Daytek and Stama, they're reunited with Bear mm-hmm. or Luke. But like we see them get their grandson back, right? Um, and I don't know about you, but that was like I was like, oh, they they do love this kid. Like these are mm-hmm. schemers, they're backstabbers, they're murderers. But at, by the end of the last season, like they had a, they had. Accepted the human part of their family, right? They did, and, and, and in a way, the human that's part of when, their family. When you know, Stamos was talking about loving a human, yeah. Uh, to Tevgin, I was like, yeah, that that to me was the only true thing of her whole exactly, entire yeah. seductress part was that part, and it was like, yes. And then, as you saw later on, when she got when they got their grandchild back, it was kind of went full circle. It was, yeah, it was beautiful that they yeah. got him back, and. And you know, Arissa is still upset about it. She's like, "He, wa- he was with his grandchild." Right. It's like, are Daytek and Stama less crazy uh, yeah, than they, Pilar? Are, right. I don't know. Mm. I, I, th- I think it's more of an en- the enemy that you know, right? Kind of thing. It's the more comfortable enemy there, yeah. Rather than Pilar, that seems to be a little more yeah. out on you know on the fly, like running running around in the woods and. There's somewhat of a sense of stability at their house. Yeah. I know that sounds crazy, but it's like, hey, if they were foster care and you're going to put them in a house, would you put them with the crazy one that's running all over? You want to put them in the stable environment, you know, that that's able to take care of them and have the extended family and have us, uh, you know, able to be yeah good money and, and, and all that stuff. Then you're kind of like, okay. And still, Maybe. Con- and still connected with Alec. Like Alec is right. still. And, Al- and he's there as well. So then you have the fault, fo- you know, so yeah. you're right. It. Would make more sense on paper, but so yeah. So I actually kind it's of all crazy, but I kind of left this episode. I mean, even though at the very very end we see that they have been given orders to blow up the Ark um, in St. Louis, like I kind of left this episode feeling good. <laughs> like I kind of felt like I was like at least like Luke's with his family and like they're there. And he's safe, and he's in a town now where he's yeah. safe and for the time being, yeah. and. Right, now the next step is, like, how are they going to get a lock back, and are they going to go through with this plan of blowing up the arch, or are they now, like you were saying, is his loyalty going to kick in, and now yeah. are they going to just find a way of getting their son back and continue to, at the same time, protect their town? Yeah, I think I think Luke being there makes it, there's much more motivation right, there's more to at protect stake. the town. Right, there's yeah. more at stake now to protect their town, exactly. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, if they blow up the arch, I mean, that's... That'll change the opening to the show quite a bit. It would, right? Yeah, You're gonna change the whole beginning. But also, you know, it's it's also personal too because that's where their son that that to me was more than human. That was yeah. where their son that you had know his that radio was, show. Yeah. yeah, it was a very special place for him. So to me, it's almost more personal for them for that as well. Yeah. And um, then uh, our final song is actually one of my favorite songs of all time, Hey Joe, yes. uh, Jimi Hendrix. Yes, that was a great song choice this yeah. time. Uh, he wasn't performing it, but it's still no. it's a great... No, 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 we never do because, yeah. you know, too expensive, so yeah. we'll just... 
but it's a, it's a great song. And but it is, and it's interesting uh, the way they're choosing the songs. I know we've tried to find patterns and stuff in the past yeah. seasons, but it, I felt like their song they definitely improved in their song choices for these episodes this season so far. Yeah, and I they've mean, stepped it up a little bit. I mean, Hey Joe is all about betrayal, yes, and someone who is violently responding mm-hmm. to that betrayal. And exactly. So it was like I'm saying it like it fit perfectly yeah. with this episode. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely going to step up. Because Daytac and Stama are technically betraying Defiance. Uh, I think Nolan feels betrayed, betrayed by, by Arissa. Actual, I think Arissa feels betrayed mm-hmm. by Nolan. There's a lot Kevar's of that. been betrayed, uh, <laughs> like everyone, yeah. you know, when you really stop and think about it. So I thought that yeah. was a really good song choice I mean, for as, tonight. As far as Alec, Alec knows, his mom slit his wife's throat mm-hmm. and does not realize that she did it to save his mm-hmm. uh, his son. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, there's there's betrayal going all over the place. I mean, Doc Ewell feels betrayed by people mm-hmm. she trusted. Mm-hmm. They took her skin off. That's a pretty big betrayal. Yeah. Folks, uh, in the line of betrayal, taking someone's skin off is a big betrayal of trust. That uh, is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Treating one's skin like a tub of spackle. I'd rather yeah. I'd rather you lie to me and tell me not tell me where you were last night than uh, take my skin off. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, I think that about uh, wraps it up. Yeah. You want to get into predictions? Absolutely. Let's get into some Let's predictions. Do it. So, so we saw the preview for next week's episode. It wasn't much of a preview, though. It wasn't much of a preview. I was like, are they still in post, like, trying to get it done? (laughs) Yeah. So I I, I guess what I want to get is, like, your prediction, like, an overall prediction of, like, what do you think, how do you think this season of Defiance is going to shake out, especially now that we've kind of know that, like, the OMEC and the VC have... This kind of background together. We didn't see the uh, daughter this round. We but didn't, which was interesting because I was like, "Where, where is she?" You know, it was, it was weird that we mining. didn't. Yeah, like, it was. It was odd that we didn't see her. But it kind of goes back to what I said last episode yeah. of how I felt like there was going to be allies developing, and even before I knew the history with the VC and, and OMAC. I felt like there was that weird flirtation with Nolan and, and what's her name, Kinsey? Yeah. There was that weird flirtation, so I felt like, you know, there was going to be some kind of establishment of, like, a connection of love, and therefore the OMEC were going to feel a need to protect this town, regardless of what they're going to end up doing down the road um, from the VC, and yeah. they were going to be strange bedfellows or strange allies for this town to help protect them. Um, I don't think we've seen the last of Pilar because I think, like we said, the yeah. reason why we didn't see a body, and because we killed off so much of that family, she's going to come back to some capacity, some way. Um, and I, you know, and like I said, I, I think we are both in agreement with the Taurus. Once they can get Alak back, yeah, they're going to be protecting the town. But I don't think they're going to blow up the arch. You don't think they're going to blow up the arch? No. I think they're. I think they're going to tr- like show that they're trying. I think, exactly. To, I think they'll pretend like, to try. Something happens. Right. They'll pretend yeah. to try, and it won't happen, or something will. But I, yeah, I don't yeah. agree. Uh, uh, yeah, I, we've blown up. I agree with all that. Especially, uh, it's expensive to have to redo that whole entire intro. Oh man, that that's intro. not the budget till season four. Come on. You know? uh, I agree with all that. 
I'm really interested in what they're doing with Amanda this season. They haven't really given her anything to do mm-hmm. in the first three episodes. Like, she doesn't really, like, because now Kenya isn't there, she doesn't really have any motivation to be there. She's not fighting against right. the E-Rep. She doesn't right. really have... She doesn't really have much going on for her, so I'm interested to see yes. what they're doing with her because right now she's just kind of a side character. Like we saw her she much is. as we saw Berlin more than we, we saw did. her today. No, you're absolutely right, and that's a good point. And even though it's town centric in the sense that they're trying to protect defiance from the VC, yeah, it's really not. So you know she has less of a role in that sense because there's so many outside characters and so many outside things going on that are leading up to the obvious invasion of the town or what have you, that she's been relegated to a side character, like you said, which is a good point. Um, Even though she's back to being mayor, there hasn't been much for her. So you're right. It'll be interesting to see how it shakes out the rest of the season if she has more of a role. Um, Awesome. Time will tell. Scott, where can we find you? Uh, You can find me on Twitter at SMAN80. That's SMAN80. And also, usually on Wednesday nights, covering uh, Orange is the New Black as well here. Awesome. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at JessKlein1. That's J-E-S-S-K-L-E-I-N, the number one. Uh, That's the end of our show. Thank you guys for watching. Yeah. Uh, We'll see you next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.